The Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Be it props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you use the sign-up code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. With MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. White House. <laughs> no, I'm not going to the White House. That's okay. we're not going to be invited. You're not going to be invited. I doubt it. Championship or bust? Completely, yeah. Championship or bust. Um, so always, we have a, a great burden of expectation, but I think that also brings out the best in you. And we just expect to win every single game. So if we're down two nil with ten minutes left, we expect to win that game. We've been in those situations before, and it's just sort of ingrained in us. Yeah, um, I'll just um, address it head on and then we can get to the soccer questions. Obviously, um, a lot of news recently. Um, I stand by the comments that I made about not wanting to go to the White House um, with the exception of the expletive. My mom will be very upset about that. Um, but I think obviously entering um, with a lot of passion considering how much you know, time and effort and pride we take in the platform um, that we have and using it for good and for leaving the game in a better place and hopefully the world in a better place. Um, I don't think that I would want to go and um, I would encourage my teammates to think hard about lending that platform or having that co-opted um, by an administration that doesn't feel the same way and doesn't fight for the same things that, that we fight for. So I'll just leave it at that and I'm not interested in answering any of those questions. We can get to the real reason we're here, which is a huge game. These girls are playing, these ladies are playing for our country. They wear USA on their uniforms every day, and they're representing all of us. No matter who's in the office, who's in office, even if you yeah. disagree with them, shouldn't you still support your country? Good run here by Tobin Heath. Possibilities here for the USA. And should be 2 nil, and is. What a World Cup for Megan Rapino. You are listening to your Women's World Cup semi-final preview and your Copper America semi-final preview show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. And as a bonus, because we are doing this podcast on a Monday, the Gold Cup quarterfinals have concluded and I can also bring you a preview of the Gold Cup semi-finals as a bonus. So, six semi-finals to break down here. The USA are still in the two competitions, and I think in all likelihood, we could be seeing a USA versus Mexico final in a Gold Cup, but that's what everybody expected 
Anyway, that's what I said on the last podcast that I did. And we could be seeing the USA in the Women's World Cup final as well, possibly going up against Holland. Although, of course, England will have something to say about that. They have been decent throughout this tournament, maintaining a 100% winning record. Meanwhile, in the Copa America, even though it's the semi-final stage, a lot of people feel that it is the final when Brazil take on Argentina in the semi-final on Tuesday. It's the biggest game of the tournament. It's the game that everybody always wants to see, and it could be the game that determines who wins it. I've never been so underwhelmed by two supposed world giants. The point stands. They have both very much Janusz failed to impress. Yes, they have. Argentina more so. I mean, this may be the worst Argentinian team I've ever seen, but you know what? They're here. And the last game against Venezuela, you know what? They played well. And I don't know if it's a system. I, you know, we've been talking a little bit about this. 4-4-2 for the most part with Messi playing either alongside uh, Lautaro Martinez uh, or, or Aguero in the first couple of matches. And then the last match, he was in behind uh, uh, Martinez. So it was 4-3-1-2 type of thing. Aguero and Lautaro. Lautaro's been good. Lautaro scored, what, six goals now for Argentina, I think, in, I don't know, like eight or ten games, something like that. So he's been coming on through a little bit. And the last game... Argentina was okay. There is hope. I didn't think there was hope after, after the first match uh, Argentina played. We know that there will be a lot of talented players on the field between Butler Brazil and Argentina. On hope. What's that? <laughs> and but, but we're relying on hope. Well, but they, but they, have, they have Leo, even though he doesn't think he's... Look, Leo Messi says himself he doesn't think he's been playing well. But you know what? That can change just like that. You never know. Who do you guys think there's more pressure on here? The Argentines to finally get one for Messi no. or the Brazilians to oh, get it Brazil. home? No, yeah. Brazil is at home. Yeah, I mean, Argentine... Argentina players, I probably don't even listen to to TV channels or radios or newspapers because we, they have been getting hammered tournament after tournament for so long. Whereas Brazil, because they're at home, because regardless of whether they're, they're as good as they were or not, they're expected to win. So absolutely for me, the pressure is all on Brazil. Mm. Well, as you heard, the, the pressure is all on Brazil. They are the host nation. They will be fully expected to win the Copa America in their home country. And, of course, Argentina, managed by a caretaker manager, not too much expectation on them going into this tournament. And they started very badly, and they have come together in the last two games scoring four goals in two 2-0 two victories and looking a lot better even though Lionel Messi hasn't turned up at the tournament yet managed by a caretaker manager that's not too bad and if they pull off the win against Brazil that will be the ultimate result and it will probably mean that Argentina win the Copa America win a trophy with Lionel Messi in the team something that they've been trying to do for a long time and nobody really expected it this time out and um, especially if they can do it in Brazil, against Brazil, it will be a massive achievement. But the head-to-head record, which has been dominated by Brazil recently, suggests that that won't be the case, which was the main reason why uh, my LockBetting.com clients had Brazil as a three-unit play from the beginning of the tournament. I didn't see any threat to them other than Uruguay, who are a very complete team. They, they haven't lost a game for... 29 months going into sorry lost one game in 29 months going into this tournament and that was against France in the World Cup and France went on to win that World Cup after knocking Uruguay out in the quarterfinals but other than that Uruguay have been pretty much untouchable I saw them as the second favourites um, I even saw Colombia as more of a threat than Argentina but as we reach the semi-final stage Chile the defending champions are still in it and they very much look like they can get past per, uh, Peru 
a team that have only scored in one game in this whole Copa America. So they haven't scored in three matches, yet they're in the semifinals. Chile and Peru both haven't scored for two mat- for their last two games, and they're both in the semifinals. Brazil have had two nil-nils, and they're in the semifinals as well. In fact, last time out in the quarterfinal round, Argentina were the only team to score a goal. Three matches were nil-nil and went to penalties. And uh, Argentina were the only team that had a semi-convincing win against Venezuela by two goals to nil. I would think that the safest bet looking at both these two semifinals was to be to bet under two and a half goals for both of them. I do expect Brazil to, to face Chile in the final. I am going to run through the odds, but I don't think that this tournament has been very good. And to keep up with the theme of that, I would think that we're going to see two tight negative semifinals that nobody wants to lose. Um, Despite the fact the pressure's on Brazil, I think Argentina will come out and be more defensive than than they've been. I think Brazil are generally struggling to put the ball in the net without a top striker anyway. Uh, Lionel Messi hasn't turned up to the tournament. So unless all of a sudden we get a phenomenal attacking display from both teams, the likes of Messi, Aguero, Coutinho, uh, Firmino, all turn up and uh, we see the attacking prowess of both these sides. I think we could get some really good odds here on under two and a half goals in this game because, of course, everybody is expecting goals when you see the names of Brazil and Argentina. Although, of course, um, many bookies wouldn't have been blind to what's going on at this tournament. So whereas you would normally get plus money on the, on the over under, for example, you're not getting that on this occasion. You are only getting four to six on the under two and a half goals and 11 to 10 on the over, but I still like the price. I mean, what is the reason here for this game to blow up and be a two, one affair either way or a two, two draw or anything massively exciting. The tournament has been appalling. It's only a 12-team tournament. It was bad from the start when you allowed um, eight teams to go through to the quarterfinals from the group stages. That allowed shitty teams like Peru and Paraguay, negative teams like that to to go through. I mean, Qatar and Japan almost made a fist of it and they almost ended up here as well. And they really contributed very little to the tournament and uh, they weren't too far off. They were both in contention going into the last game. It's just a very pointless and poorly done tournament and it hasn't justified um, it's it bit this tournament being played because there's also going to be another Copa America next year because it's supposed to be the, the tournament that happens to um, sort of launch the South American World Cup qualifying campaign and that starts really late because the 2020 World Cup is in the winter so there's going to be another Copa America next year anyway but Despite that fact, it's not going to mean any less to the team that win it. If Chile win it three times in a row, that's going to be an unbelievable achievement. If Argentina finally win a tournament with Messi, that will be a big monkey off their back. And if Brazil win it, then they will almost make up for the humiliation of the 2014 World Cup. If Peru win it, that would just be an absolute miracle because, as I said, this is a team that have only scored one go- uh, in one match in the four games that they played. So again, uh, under two and a half goals looks to be the shot there. So I'm going to break down the odds for all of the games. Before I do that, I'm going to give you the outright tournament odds here. And uh, as things stand, Brazil are the eight to 11 favorites to win the Copa. <clears throat> it's four to one on Argentina, four to one on Chile and nine to one on Peru. 
Looking at the individual matches, Brazil are five to six to beat Argentina in 90 minutes, 23 to 10 the draw, and 19 to five on Argentina. The qualification odds indicate that Brazil will go through. They're one to two in Argentina, it's six to four. How the tie will be decided? Brazil in extra time, 17 to two. Argentina extra time, a massive 18 to one. Either team in extra time is being offered at six to one. Brazil on penalties, nine to one. Argentina 9-1 and either team on penalties is 9-2. I do like the price on Brazil on penalties at 9-1. I feel that Argentina may play almost to get there despite the fact they have so many attacking players and not too many great defensive players but that's what Brazil have had to deal with the whole tournament and on two occasions have failed to overcome it. What will be the worst case scenario for me is if Argentina managed to somehow nick this with their skilled players and uh, Brazil aren't able to get an equaliser. What we'd like to see is an exciting game unless of course we do go down the route of betting on the under two and a half goals across both games which I am honestly considering not just individually but in a parlay because it's something that cashed or would have cashed in all four of the quarterfinals that were all negative games. Even though Argentina scored early against Venezuela, it wasn't a good game to watch. Um, so Brazil on penalties is something that I like as they do have the better goalkeeper out of these two with Allison keeping goal and probably have the better penalty takers as well. Moving on to the other game, between uh, Chile and Peru. Chile at 10 to 11 to win this in 90 minutes, which I think is a fairly decent bet. It's 21 to 10 on Peru and eight, sorry, 21 to 10 on the draw and 18 to five on Peru. Chile are one to two to qualify and six to four on Peru. Again, that's another bet that I like. Um, Chile on penalties is 10 to one and Peru is 10 to one. Chile in extra time, 17 to two. Peru in extra time, 16 to one. Either team in extra time in six to one and either team on penalties is five to one on this one. I think Chile on penalties is a great bet. They showed that they had really good penalty takers against Colombia scoring five out of five, although Peru themselves did do that as well. But Chile overall to qualify at one to two is another bet that I like. And if you feel brave, Chile in 90 minutes is available at 10 to 11. The under two and a half goals in this game i'm just trying to dig the price out for you uh where are we the over under markets on this one i should have really had this ready uh the under two and a half goals in this one is, is a bit is a um, shorter price it's at one to two so you can double up that four to six and that one to two uh for the under unders here because this hasn't been a good tournament like i said and uh, I expect the negativity to continue. What has been a better tournament in way of goals, but possibly not of quality of football, has been the Women's World Cup. <coughs> the outright odds at the moment suggest that the USA are the strong outright favourites at 4-5, to five, although there are better prices available than that. England at 7-2, the Netherlands at 9-2, and Sweden at 6-1. Obviously, I should want England to win this because I am from England and I very much dislike the US team. They have been massive egomaniacs throughout, um, ha haven't conducted themselves well. I don't like Megan Rapino. She's a social justice warrior that will pretty much stand for anything. She's a walking protest. She's annoying. She's the typical type of, of person that I can't stand in, this, in the modern world. And I don't like this US team. And I would love to go against them, except for the fact that we've already backed USA to win this tournament. So... We need this to come through for us. We need Brazil, we need USA, and in the Gold Cup, we need Mexico. So we have to go with our bets. And when you're betting things, it's not down to whether you like the players or like the team or like 
anything about them. It's just down to the fact that what you think will happen. And I think after knocking out France, the host nation, a team that were in a decent position to win this, they had six players from the Lyon team, a Lyon team that have won four Champions Leagues back to back to back to back. And uh, the USA knocked them out and fairly convincingly until the end when uh, France finally started to put decent crosses into the ball, into the box and started to trouble this US defence. But I think USA will have too much to get past England. In addition to that, I don't want there be to be euphoria here about women's football. Women's football is a poor standard. It's been difficult to watch. Um, I don't, I'm not an advocate of women's football. Um, I don't, I'm not an advocate for equal pay. Megan Rapinoe's comments are just ridiculous. Um, kneeling down for the national anthem. I mean, I could understand uh, Colin Kaepernick doing it and getting a high level of publicity, but no one gives a shit about women's football unless... Um, it's on in the summer where there's nothing else to bet on and as gamblers we're able to bet on it uh, maybe some little girls out there might care about it because they want to be women's footballers but it doesn't generate the level of interest it doesn't level the, the level the generation that generate the level of publicity um, it's not a good standard and they certainly don't warrant equal pay if it wasn't for this equal play equal pay debate and all this kind of stuff then maybe i could get behind it and just say look they understand that they are not as good as the men they understand their position in life they understand where this game is at and i can support that but a lot of shit has been said about pushing this and pushing that and then the comments of Marta and i just can't get behind this for me it's just a stopgap in the season for something to watch whilst we haven't had um, any real football and the real football will fortunately start up again in August when all of the European leagues and the EPL included start up again because the the Copa America has been a shit tournament the the Women's World Cup hasn't been that great either and the Gold Cup has possibly been the worst piece of shit tournament I've ever seen in my life I mean, the standard of football in that has just been appalling. Even Americans are complaining about the American team and they're through to the semi-final. So we'll, we'll wrap up the, the Women's World Cup here and run through the odds. 17-20 uh, to 20 in the US to do it in 90 minutes against England. 12-5 to 5 the draw and 10-3 to 3 on England. The qualification odds see the USA at two to five and England at seven to four. For the tight to be decided in extra time, it's nine to one USA, sixteen to one England. Either team in extra time is six to one. England penalties twelve to one. USA penalties twelve to one. And either team on penalties at eleven to two. I think a US victory in ninety minutes is the most likely outcome. England have been riding their luck for some time, and I think that high backline is going to be caught. Although equally, I think the US could be caught as well with crosses. They didn't handle crosses well in the in that were coming into the box against France. And uh, I feel that both teams could possibly score in this game. Uh, I feel the same way about the Netherlands and Sweden game as well. I think both teams could score in that game. Both teams have looked susceptible to concede. Uh, I was impressed with Sweden's performance against Germany. They are a live dog here because many people pretty much had Germany earmarked for a guarantee for this final, but that's not the case. Um, it is Holland against Sweden. Holland are the European champions and they're 13 to 10 to come through here in 90 minutes. 21 to 10 to draw and 21 to 10 on the away team, Sweden. The qualification odds see the Netherlands at 4 to 6 and Sweden at 11 to 10 I think the Sweden's run comes to an end here I think Holland are a very good qualification price and I would recommend if you're not on the USA to win the competition a parlay with uh, USA and the Netherlands 2 to 5 and 4 to 6 would be recommended there along with an under under parlay on the Copa America so that's two parlays they're giving you there so I won't need to give you 
an official parlay uh, at the end of the show because there's two parlays there that I'm very, very high on. And um, we'll move on to, I actually don't like any underdogs on this either. Uh, I think that we're going to see USA versus Holland and we're going to see uh, Brazil versus Chile. So it's hard for me to find any underdogs. And I think we know in the Gold Cup, there definitely isn't any underdogs that I like. I do think that we're going to see America versus Mexico. I think that's a formality. Mexico, 8-11 to 11 to win this competition, 6-4 to four on the US, 12-1 to one on Jamaica, and 18-1 to one on Haiti, who have been the surprise package in this tournament. And the only team worth watching because all their games have seemingly been entertaining. Whether that continues against Mexico remains to be seen. Mexico are the 2-9 favourites to win the game in 90 minutes. It's 14 to one on Haiti and it's nine to two on the draw the qualification odds strongly favor Mexico going through they are one to 14 to go through and 13 to two on Haiti for me there's only one bet that stands out in this game it's Mexico to win the match and over two and a half goals because there have been goals in most of the Haiti games and that one is available at even money I really like that one I'm actually tempted to to lock that one up now um, a lot of different definite lock options on this show but I'm very keen on uh, Mexico to qualify in 90 minutes and for there to be over two and a half goals that double is available at even money uh, the US game sees the US go up against Jamaica. They are four to seven to win it in ninety minutes. Fourteen to five the draw, and thirteen to two on Jamaica. The qualification odds see. Uh, the US as the strong favourites to qualify, one to six, and Jamaica at seven to two. No real strong play on this game. I think the US are going to end up in the final against Mexico and. That's really all I have to say about that one. We're going to get the Mexico-USA final and um, USA could do it. They have looked a lot better in this tournament until the last game. The, the quarterfinal was pretty poor, but they got the job done. They will, the narrative was the result of all that matters and I guess you can't really argue with that. So the three finals I'm expecting involve all of the favorites. Brazil versus Chile, um, USA versus Holland and Mexico versus the USA. That's pretty much what I'm going to go with. Um, an under under parlay and the Copa America is recommended a um, a parlay with Netherlands and USA both to qualify in the Women's World Cup is recommended and even though you will get no return on it because it's 1-6 to six and 1-14 to 14, I do think that Mexico will end up playing the USA for a lock I am going to go with Mexico and over two and a half goals in the Haiti game in the Mexico Haiti semi-final so that's it from me that is your podcast for the semi-finals of the Copper of the Gold Cup and the Women's World Cup I'll be back to preview all of the finals later on in the week you can hit me up at lockbetting.com that is a website make sure you sign up for an official package the Premier League season is coming soon but at the moment we are very high on Wimbledon which started today so make sure you check out all of our Wimbledon picks every day and you can follow me now on Twitter at lockbetting that's it from me as I said good luck with all of your bets as always and I'll be back later on in the week I will also be doing an episode of the fight show in the next few days because there is a big UFC card coming up and I will be covering that so there will be a return of the fight show. 